This is the Unreasonable Doubt Podcast with Alfonso and Uncle Joe. Yo, yo, yo. This is Uncle Joe. This is Alfonso. And this is another episode of Unreasonable Doubt. So I'm at one of my favorite spots the other day, Pizza Bar, which combines two of my favorite things. Pizza and bars. It's it is exactly bar? what you think. It's called Pizza Bar. <laughs> pizza Bar. And it's exact like the description is exactly what you think. It's a bar that sells pizza. All right. <laughs> That's Just bring on, get your pizza on. <laughs> but so I, I like to go to pizza bars, buy the house or whatever. And like I said, it has my favorite two things. Now, one other thing about Pizza Bar is that for whatever reason, they happen to employ what seems to be a lot of strippers as waitresses. Okay. And a lot of strippers uh, seem to come there in their off time. There's a strip club called Blue Flame that's not far from Pizza Bar. And so, you know, sometimes they go there and kick it before they go to work or whatever. Have you have you been to Blue Flame? Blue Flame. Have you been there before? I have not been to the Blue Flame, but I hear good things. Oh, okay. So you don't have like you don't have confirmation of like this these are this is the Blue Flame crew. Uh, kind of do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I go to pizza bar the other day. I go, I go on the dolo. You know what I'm saying? And there are, I go sit at the bar and like four or five seats down from me are what appears to be two strippers. Now, let's, why does it appear yeah, to be two strippers? Let's break that down for a second. What does that mean? Am I, am I, am I profiling them? <laughs> That's, yes, 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 exactly you are. <laughs> Am I profiling them? Well, one of these women has on a hat that says strip club veteran. Okay. I don't really know. I mean, you could have a hat that says strip club veteran. That doesn't mean, I could. That doesn't mean you're a stripper. I could. When, when, you, um, when you have the assets in the resume that these two <laughs> ladies showed to go along with the hat. You indeed are most likely a stripper. Okay. All right. Safe assumption. Okay. But anyway, so I'm sitting there at the bar, you know, drinking on some some ginger ale. My drink of choice. Ginger ale. Not not hitting the alcohol. Like I said, it's a little lunch move. Not hitting the alcohol. What is your favorite brand of ginger ale? Don't care. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Don't care. You just give me your can dry, your sweats, whatever you got. Just give that's, me a ginger ale. That's ridiculous. Uh, you have to have a favorite. You have to have a favorite brand because ginger ale. I, I have not. All done ginger ales are different, and as a ginger ale connoisseur myself, uh, Canada Dry would have to be easily the best. Did you just label yourself a ginger ale connoisseur? Yeah, man. I've had all the ginger ales, man. I've had them all. You fancy, huh? I'm a little fancy. The thing I hate is when I ask for ginger ale and they don't have it, so somebody says something like, how about we just, or a waitress says something like, how about we just mix some Sprite with some Coke? Like, no. Yo, that's what they do. Dude, If and to be honest, to be honest, it's I've not- never been to a place that didn't have ginger ale and said, we don't have ginger ale. They just mix the Sprite with the Coke. That's do you, not do you not have do you not have bartender friends? I have bartender it's friends, and they're just like, "Yo, we just mix the sprite with the coke." You never know the difference. I'm like, <laughs> not I'm like, I know the difference, but I mean, that's not it. That's not it. I know the difference. That's not it. I do know so, the difference. <laughs> so I hate that, and so, like since there's a lot of places that don't actually have ginger ale, when they say that they have it, I feel obligated to order it. All right. <laughs> you I'm like, I don't know when this is gonna happen again. <laughs> okay, I mean, you could get it. At any I point can't in time. figure out why ginger ale is not more popular. Yeah, to be honest, I really don't understand this either. Like ginger ale, ginger ale should be what? on every tap in every like, restaurant. If you have, my, yeah, like it's if my you have coke and 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 sprite and and all these things, you should have ginger ale. It just yeah, I don't I don't understand how it's not like the most popular thing. Like you even go to gas stations that don't have it. Anyway, we're all, we're all on this ginger ale. <laughs> let's not get off track. Let's not get off track. Yeah, let's not get off. <laughs> Please tweet us and and let us know how you feel about ginger ale. Like, show us your appreciation for ginger ale. Um, so I'm, I'm sipping on my ginger ale. The stripper that's sitting closest to me is like, oh, what you what you drinking? What you sipping on over there? 
because ginger ale's brown, so you know it's kind of tough to tell. And I'm like, ginger ale. Ginger ginger ale's not brown. I don't want to go so, back to ginger ale, but ginger ale is not brown. What ginger ale are you br- what, what ginger ale are you drinking? Brown is ginger <laughs> ale from a distance can be confused for mixed brown liquor, a mixed drink with brown liquor in it. Okay. Yes. All right. We can choose for it. Right. right. So she asked me, you know, thinking I'm drinking. I'm like, no, nah, I'm on some ginger ale. Mm-hmm. They over there drinking. So then stripper starts uh, like making fun of me or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, big guy here with the ginger ale, big. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, watch him. He needs to slow down. Wow. I. <laughs> so they start heckling you. So, so I was kind of tried, right? And so then she's like, "Why don't you order a drink?" And I'm like. Uh, I don't know. Didn't you wait? Didn't you say this was lunchtime? You said this was lunchtime. It's lunchtime. Right? It's lunchtime. <laughs> All right. It's, it's a late lunch. So it's like two. It's like two. And so <laughs> she's like, "Well, why don't you uh, just order a drink?" You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, stop babysitting over there with the ginger ale. And I'm like, "Well, after I get my food, you know, maybe I get a drink or whatever." She's like, "Yeah, you need to." I was like, "Why are you peer pressuring me to drink?" to get drunk like in the afternoon right now and she says well it's tough to peer pressure you from over there so why don't you come sit over here oh okay right all right right <laughs> so <laughs> i'm trying to figure out motives on her end I, what do you mean <laughs> i'm just trying to say that like there's a lot of ways there's a lot of ways you know she there's a lot of reasons she could have been inviting you over i'm just trying you know you said she's a stripper so you know so, uh, I slide over, and um, obviously, and we start having me and the two strippers start having conversation. Now, the conversation was super duper interesting because they started asking me for advice about their boyfriends. They started telling me what led up to them doing the stripping. Like one of them, like got a whole degree from Spelman. A whole one, not a right? whole degree from Spellman <laughs> went into the workforce and was like, nah, bro. <laughs> I just said that stripping was it. That was, she's like, fuck it. I'm about to go. <laughs> like, nah, bro. The other one wanted to be a doctor and did poorly on the MCAT. Oh, and, that and was, couldn't that was get that. into med school. And so was like, OK, I'll strip like there's nothing in between med school. I, in okay. stripping, like so. Anyway, these are very intelligent strippers. Like okay. they, like took they went their, to school. Uh, they, they educated. Very educated strippers. Like these are two of the smartest strippers in Atlanta, I'm sure. But anyway, so in the middle of the conversation, like my food's taking forever. But so in the middle of the conversation, uh, Miss Hu calls me. Mm-hmm. She's out and about, obviously. And she's like, "Yo, uh, what you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm at uh, Pizza Bar and I'm eating or whatever, right?" Well, no, I'm not. I'm at Pizza Bar about to eat lunch. You know, I went on my food or whatever. She's like, oh, should I um, come by? You know, I'm out. Should I come by? I can eat too. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You get, you get, you about to get married, right? <laughs> yeah. So the thing was, <laughs> as far as she was, by the time, like, I already ordered my food. By the time she would get there, I'd have been ready to go. Yeah. So then I, I, mean, I worry about meet you back at the house. I understand that, but there are other reasons why you said no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what reasons you're talking about. Me neither. I don't know. I just know there's other reasons. Any of those reasons. But anyway, so the, the bad part that happens here is that once I tell her no, you know, I'm thinking my food's about to get here. I'm going to eat and I'm going to be out. The food took forever. All right. Right. What's forever? So forever, I'm there so. for like the food took forever, or a couple couple drinks. So now I'm there for like an extra two hours. Well, two yeah. hours? Yeah. The food took forever. The food took forever, and then I got into this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. So I walk in the crib, and mind you, I had told her that I was gonna, you know, that if she came, it was gonna, I would would have left by then. So when I come in, she's like, "Yo, where you been at?" Cause she's thinking that I'm gonna tell her that I stopped somewhere else. Yeah. After the pizza bar joint, right? Like, cause pizza bar couldn't have taken that long. Cause you know it usually doesn't take long. I don't know what was up. If they're just slow in the kitchen that day or what. 
but the food took forever, and then I was having a conversation running my running my mouth. And as you can see by how long these podcasts are and how long they used to be, I can run my mouth. <laughs> oh. I also tell how long this story is right now. Right, right, right. right. It's a testament. <laughs> so mind you, I told you these two strippers, they worked at Blue Flame. So me thinking, don't say anything stupid, immediately said something stupid. She's like, where you been at? Me, Blue Flame. Why didn't you just say Pizza Barn? Said Blue pizza Flame, Barn. man. Why would you say Blue Flame? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know because I wasn't even at Blue Flame. But right, why would you ever? I just had it on my brain, like, yo, I've been sitting here at this table with these two strippers. I didn't actually do anything, but I well, not the table bar with these two strippers. I didn't actually do anything I wasn't supposed to. I just talked to to, to two women, but I it is kind of weird that I'm sitting up here kicking it with two strippers. So I felt guilty, even though I didn't do shit, right? So oh, to... as soon as I walk in the house, I say blue flame. <laughs> but that's even that I don't even know how you would have thought that. Right. That like is, who makes so... who makes up a lie that is worse than what they're actually doing? I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I said know. you know I said before sometimes I really don't understand how your brain works. And this is one of those examples. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how this happened either. Alright, so what's the fallout? <laughs> I wanna know. What? Because mind you, I, I got there at two and I said it took a couple extra hours to the food flow in the conversation. So it's like four four fifteen or something, mm-hmm. right? PM afternoon. So me going being at the strip club doesn't even make sense. She's like, what are you talking about? Well well, there are people yeah, that go to strip clubs in the middle of the day. They are open. There are those people, and they need friends. Uh, they do. They need a hobby. They need a, a job, probably. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what all those people say when you ask them why they go to the strip club at odd times. Unanimously, this is their answer. For the wings? Yep. They got good wings. <laughs> For the wings. Every time. It's always Every the wings. Time. But anyway, so I said Blue Flame, and she was like, what? And then after that, I just told what actually happened. I, like, I don't know why. <laughs> why? I don't know wrong with me. <laughs> This is what actually happened. So you just immediately was like, cool, that that was a total lie. And I'm I was going like, to... that was stupid. <laughs> it wasn't even like a lie. It was like I was thinking about, I kept telling myself in my brain not to mention strippers. Strippers, yes. <laughs> and your yeah, brain, and your yeah, brain was like, like strippers. Now at this point, you should probably just go check it out. Well, see, now it's weird, though. I can't go there now. <laughs> I think you can go there. The reason why I feel like I can't wait, go wait, there. Wait, did you give the whole story about how you sat down and conversed with two strippers? For, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, I told her, the, like, the whole conversation. It was an interesting conversation that we were having, actually. And so I was, I was then talking to Miss H.U. about the interesting conversation I had. Hmm. But the reason why I feel like I can't go to Blue Flame now is I could have went to Blue Flame before I had this conversation. Now that I sat up at the bar and had this conversation with these women, and it wasn't like a creepy, I'm trying to holler at you, or a let's just talk about stripping type of conversation, mm-hmm. if I now go up to Blue Flame knowing they work there, I feel like now I look like stalker guy. Uh, yeah, but you could be like, I've, I've been in here before. You could play that off. Come on, man. You... I mean, I can't. I'm not saying I can never go. But it needs to be some space. I got you. I didn't like. Say, I can't show. I didn't up. say you had to go tomorrow. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't show up like this week. Like, hey, I'm the guy from the. Like, no, that's that's a little weird. Like, yeah, this stalking dude. Like, yeah. let's get him security. <laughs> get his ass out of here. Security. But I can probably I can probably show up over the summer or something, and it'll be cool. All right. Cool. Uh, great story. <laughs> <laughs> It actually was a good story, but let's. Uh, let's <laughs> I feel t- like you just played my story. I didn't. Even though nah, you that, that I did. I, I I did enjoy the story. I I enjoyed the story. My was, story. You got to laugh during my story, and you got to put in your points on ginger ale yeah. that you've been waiting oh, to definitely. share with the world. <laughs> I've been, like, been you've been waiting your whole life for an opening to discuss ginger ale, and I gave it to you. Ginger ale is a very big part of my life. I don't drink pop anymore, but uh, ginger ale, I will. Uh, don't do this. Don't do what. We're not gonna have this soda versus pop debate. Like, let's just move on. I don't want to do this. You I don't know why you called to, it that. You didn't have to say anything. You could have just let me say pop. No, you did it. You could have just did. let me say pop. The listeners know where I'm from. They know I'm from the Midwest. The Midwest. I don't think the Midwest is listening pop. to us that much, so we should say soda. <laughs> oh, they are. I can pull the stats up. 
We got <laughs> we got listens. <laughs> we got listens in the Midwest, and they relate. Anyway, like I said, I don't drink pop, but ginger ale I do uh, drink pretty often. But anyway, all right, let's get into let's get into the topics of the week because <laughs> we got a lot of them. It's a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. Um, we want to talk about French Montana first. Um, so if you guys haven't, I ain't worried about none. <laughs> I think he might be worried about some things. Um, <laughs> so on Thursday, I guess on Thursday, French Montana or a girl, French Montana had some pictures, whatever, deleted some pictures offline. Some girl, some random ass girl. Nobody knows this girl except her own, except her friends. She tweets. She tweets out. Why was that necessary? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why was why was except her friends necessary? Because <laughs> I mean, that's who knows her. Her friends know her. <laughs> her coworkers probably, you know, they know her too. You know, <laughs> but nobody, nobody at the large population knows her at all. So uh, she tweets out um, that. Um, the fact that French Montana thinks French Montana thinks anybody cares about him and the like crying, like hurt crying face. Right. That's it. Like literally that's it. And a reaction to him deleting some pictures. Now, French Montana apparently Googled himself, which is, to be honest, the first mistake. Why are you Googling yourself? He Twitter searched himself. He, he oh, oh, that's the same. It was on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. Twitter sorry. Searched he Twitter searched himself. He shouldn't be doing that. Like, just stop. Like, just stop. At this point in his career and his life, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be searching himself. Like, you're good. You're good. You made it. You got. You're good. Like, there's no need for you to be searching for yourself because you're only gonna find things you don't like, right? But he went. He took that pretty innocuous tweet about himself and and just flipped it. He went absolutely crazy. And you are you are framing the hell out of this story on this girl's side. <laughs> Why like, should I not like, be? Like, like not you're be? supposed to be host guy who comes. No, in no, no. And you first, tell exactly what happens, and then after you say what happens, just the gist of what happened, you give your spin on it. You're totally slanting this as you tell it because this is not a news podcast. This is this is my podcast, and I will frame the story however I choose. Okay, <laughs> that's not, that's, that's not, I am not I am not CNN. I am not Fox News. <laughs> this is not. I'm not giving you just facts. I'm giving you my my point of view. Anyway, so French Montana replies. Is that better? If I French Montana just replies to the to the text <laughs> to the tweet, um, you musty, crusty, dusty, rusty asshole. He had a little. He had a little uh, rhyming in there. <laughs> he is a rapper. Um, with them nappy ass poetic Joe S. <laughs> wow. Okay. With them nappy ass poetic justice braids, take your cum drinking, dick banging ass somewhere and be humble. <laughs> so I mean, so now can I say that he went? He went off the. He went off off the hand off the rails a little bit. You can say that now. <laughs> oh, I can now say that time now. to say. So, I mean, he did the classic. I mean, this is something that I've heard a lot from people in New, in New York do, that when they hear, you know, like a small, innocuous, you know, insult to them, they go a million miles in the other direction and say so many ridiculous things about you. Insult your mom, insult your parents, all that kind of thing. He totally went to another level with insults. And she didn't really, she only kind of insulted him. Because what she said is kind of true. Nobody's really checking for French Montana. Like, I'm not like, oh, he's not on any type top list of rappers. You know, he's in the news because he dated, you know, French Montana. He didn't date himself. He dated Khloe Khloe Kardashian. The only person who's made news by dating himself, at least in my lifetime, is Dennis Rodgers. So, that's where we are now. I mean, I, I, uh, um, but, oh, but. On top of that, so French Montana responded with that that wild tweet, and then people got mad at him, and um, they were upset. They were really upset at the fact that he said that she had nappy ass braids, and I guess that was um, like a whole racial thing because they don't know that he's black, and so that's well, what that's where we got <laughs> we got to chill. French is from. An African country, a country that's in Africa, mm-hmm. right? Morocco. Morocco, yes. Moroccans do not see themselves as black, but French Montana, French Montana does. They are Middle Eastern. Okay. 
French Montana takes part in black hip hop culture, just as a lot of people do who aren't actually black. Okay, um, okay, but if you so, go to Morocco, if you go to Morocco, you're gonna see what you are gonna uh, um, perceive as black people. Like if you go to Morocco, you're like, yo, these are black people. It's what it's what's gonna happen. You will see people. You will see people who look like who also look like people like maybe from Syria or Jordan or places like that. But you will right, also. Right. But different. you will see black people, and you'll be like, "Yo, Correct, black people." But everybody from Morocco is not black. No, this is this is true. Right. Um. And so one of the common things that stupid people were saying on the internet was that he's African because he's from Africa, and I was like, "Uh, yeah." Who do y'all think? Where do y'all think the people were from who were enforcing apartheid? I mean, yeah, I mean, Africa, Africa doesn't mean black. Africa isn't black. That's that's two different right. things. So now that's first. So we, he just because he's from an African country doesn't mean he's black. That's first. Now, next. Well, hold, well, hold up, hold up. Are we? Are we? Is he black or not? I mean, I I would think he's that he's black because he's I mean black. he. All right, okay. I I feel uh-huh. like he's. I feel like he has black in him though, <laughs> at some point, and I I operate off the one drop rule. So, I will say he did make the whole mistake at some point of being like, my first wife was black and my kids are black, and it's like, no, don't don't do that. No, yeah, that doesn't. No, 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 no. That's not, no. <laughs> that doesn't buy you blackness, sir. Well, yeah, don't pull out the my that's black like, friend. My black right, wife. that's like that's like saying I got this one black oh, friend. That's the wrong, <laughs> the wrong thing to do here. But um. So what I do want to say, though, is obviously he went further than he had to. And I'm not talking about the word nappy. I'm talking about period. Like, for what she said, he went hard. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to get that out the way first, that he went way hard compared to what she said. Now, getting off of that, um... I hope more celebrities do this. You want more celebrities to do what he did? Yeah, like, I I just feel like as people who aren't in the public eye, too many of us feel as though we can say whatever we want about people who are in the public eye, and they're just supposed to take it and not retaliate and not respond. Okay. And I think that we would all, um, that we would all have a much more respectful dialogue if we knew that they could come back. Like the reason why I think, so for instance, right? There's a whole lot of people who out here, if I'm in a group chat, I'm talking with some boys, we had a bar, we watching sports, right? I hear so many people call athletes, professional athletes, soft or a bitch or whatever, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, Dwight Howard is 6'10", 280 pounds. If he was sitting here at this bar, you wouldn't call him no bitch. No. And if you did, it wouldn't be because you was mad enough to do it. It'd be because you was looking for a lawsuit. But sitting over here on your little keyboard, you can call Paul Gasol soft when he's actually like 7-1-260. And what I'm saying is we don't need to speak to people or about people in a way that we would not speak to them. Right? Because okay. to me, that's soft. Wait, hold Wait, 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 wait. Are you defending French Montana right now? Nah. Uh, it sounds like you're kind of criticizing this girl in defense of French Montana. I, I actually feel <laughs> like there's a lot of criticism for us in the public period with the, with our discourse and the way that we speak to those in the public eye. And I'm not defending French, but I am pointing out our own hypocrisy. Because we'll say almost anything to or about public figures. But when they say something back, it's such a big deal. And we're so outraged. Like, I criticize Drake and, and I criticize uh, J. Cole's last projects. If they saw the that tweet and, like, Drake responded, yeah, that's cool, you broke-ass nigga. Like, I would have to just <laughs> eat that because I'm the one saying his album trash, right? And so I can't act appalled when he comes back. When I said something, and I think if more of them would do that, that it would cause the public to check themselves more. Like I, I think Charles Barkley says that, that like once a year, 
a basketball player should be allowed to pick a fan out in the crowd and just beat the hell out of them, which I think is a bit much. But his point yeah, is, once again, too much. So many, so many fans sit in the stands and say the most crazy, ridiculous things most to definitely. athletes because the feeling is, oh, the athlete, as long as it's not our test and Steven Jackson, he's not going to come up here. So I can say whatever I want, and the athlete just has to take it. And it's like, actually, no. Just because I'm playing sports in an arena, you can boo me. Cool, right? That's fine if you boo me. If you want to clap for your team, cool. You want to say, yell defense or shoot or whatever, cool. But you shouldn't be out there being disrespectful. You shouldn't be calling people bitches. You shouldn't be saying stuff about their moms. You should, like, there's stuff that crosses the line. And, and to me, the line is this simple. If you wouldn't say that to that man's face or to that woman's face, don't be saying it because they're a public figure and you think they're not allowed to retaliate. And I think we have to stop doing that because it's, it's messed up on our parts. So the, the other thing that I was pointing out with the French thing was we as, as, as the black community have a, a role to play in this and, and a role in the hypocrisy here as well. Um, I know this happened in our generation. I know what happens in the generation behind us. I don't know about the people in front of us. I wasn't there for that. But there are a lot of non-white um, people in America who a lot of black people, whether we went to school with them or whether we were just friends with them or whatever, who we made the decision that we was going to let them uh, co-opt the N-word. Yes. Right? A lot yes. of Spanish people. A lot of Middle Eastern people, Asian people, who we've allowed to use the N-word. Which I really, really despise. And I asked a black person about this, and I was I, like, I, I was disagree like, is it okay too. for Latin people to use the word nigga? And people are like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, what? What? Why? Why? Why can't everybody I, use it except for white people? That's stupid. I disagree with it, too. But for in this case, this is where the problem comes in. We can't listen to all these French Montana records where he continuously says nigga and be okay with it, dance to it, play it in a car, whatever. Nobody protested. I never saw any of that trending to stop him from saying nigga and now be mad because he called some black girl nappy. And that's where I think we have to look at ourselves is hypocrites in the black community. And when I say ourselves, I'm just including everybody because I'm not out here giving non-black people the pass to use it, but there's enough black people who are out here are giving those passes. And that creates this issue. And I don't, I just don't think it's fair for us to allow somebody to use the N-word that way and then be mad when they say nappy. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> that, that That's crazy to me. That's the epitome of hypocrisy, right? There's also this weird thing that happened here that that... I heard a lot of people, mostly black women, who multiplied this into this is how French feels about women or, or black women and people who are on French's side. They are doing such and such to black women or they feel a way about black women. Not all the times, but sometimes when an issue pops up, that's just how people feel about that issue. Yeah, I mean, we're in a, we're it's in, not about like we're in an age where everything can be boiled down in some way to race, gender, sexuality, all that you know, all of that. Like people are looking for you know things to feed their narrative, right? Because like like for instance, I I know people who were all in support of. Sandra Bland that were not in support of Corinne Gaines. So when the Corinne Gaines story comes up and and they bring up, now I would disagree, but they bring up, well, why was she holding a baby? Why didn't she do this? Why didn't she do that? Whatever. That doesn't mean that they hate black women because if you look at the other cases that involve black women, they were on the black women's side. It's just that case, right? And so I, I think we're in this stage of life sometimes where, well, I guess this is point in the social sphere where people keep pretending that we're all less complicated than we are. Mm -hmm. So it's this thing like if, if I say that 
I'm for, I don't know, if I say that I'm for, like, if somebody says that they're for the Muslim wall, right? I mean, not the, the, the wall on the Mexican border, right? Hmm. People then take that as you must have voted for this person, you must have voted for that person, you must be on this side, you must be. And it's like, actually, you could be for the wall and not be for the same other things that everybody else who's for the wall is for. Yeah. Right? And it's like people want everybody to be this monolith and think the same because it's easier. But you know what? But people actually do. Some people are like that, right? Some people are right, some people are, are very not, are not complicated at all. And it's like one thing is what they care about, and that's their whole entire world. And that's what you know is important to them. So there are those people, and I think maybe those people have a lot of more a lot more influence now than maybe when they used to. And maybe because they have a bigger platform, things like social media and stuff like that. So there's a bigger platform for those type of people, and then they can be, and then they're more they're more polarizing because they only have one issue that they feel strongly about, and so they become more polarizing, and more people gravitate to one side or the other, right? And that's where we are now, where it's like you yeah, you pick a side. Basically, that's where we are. You pick a side. Yeah, and I feel like we're not even waiting to. My thing isn't really like the pick a side thing on one issue. My thing is we're not even waiting to hear what people feel about other issues. Like we're letting, we're in this this era where if I say that I'm for, um, uh, I don't know, like I, if I say I want, that I believe in climate change, right? Well, then that must mean I'm a Democrat. That must mean that I'm liberal. That must mean that I'm a Hillary voter and I don't like Bernie. And that must mean like people take, one thing and then they make all of these assumptions on everything else and i don't think like i think like what you said is true about when you watch tv or listen to the radio or even a lot of podcasts sometimes you get these people who are that way and those uh those people get to be the voices sometimes in the front of things but when you talk to actual real people there's all of these conflicts right there's well, people, see, see, but that's what like I'm saying. Somebody, you don't who who still talks to real people? Like who still has conversations? Like we'd like do what we're doing right now. Like who still does that? Like we're in the minority having this conversation right here. Most people are just turning on their on their on their TV and they're giving what CNN just gives them. They're giving what Fox gives them. They're giving what CBS gives them. Like we, they just take what they're given. They don't have these conversations to get down to the complexities of being a human. You know, like this is a very complex thing. We're complex beings. Nobody ever gets to those conversations maybe that's it so uh you know retweet us y'all you know get us out here <laughs> <laughs> we need more followers <laughs> uh so speaking of uh we were, we were talking about black and white and, and all that kind of stuff and uh there is one thing that um black people that is now i wouldn't say exclusive but we kind of dominate in and that's athleticism over white people um and that is something that um <laughs> You just said that <laughs> because that's what we. I'm setting it up. I'm setting it up. Okay, um, this is something that you're forever swaying these arguments, <laughs> not just telling the story. I mean, look, uh, no, nah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go into it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just stick where I'm at. Okay, so uh, if you if you don't know who Levar Ball is, you must be under a rock because or don't pay attention to sports at all because if you've turned on ESPN any any type of sports reporting you've heard of this guy's name he is the father of future lottery pick uh, and UCLA basketball player Lonzo Ball and um uh we haven't discussed we also haven't discussed the NCAA tournament uh cuz it was largely uneventful but the UCLA got to like the Sweet 16 or whatever and lost to Kentucky and supposedly Lonzo Ball who was their best player injured himself and didn't play great on D and uh, his dad, LeVar Ball, uh, specifically blamed it on white people. And he said, um, he said, you can't win a championship with three white dudes because the foot speed is too slow, is too slow. So that goes back to the, you know, the dominance and athleticism and whatnot. And um, I, I do applaud LeVar Ball for being this outspoken on his um, about his uh, children, about his children, how good about good their basketball skills are and what they're going to do in life and blah, blah, blah. I, I, because Mark, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? Marketing is great. I think, I think this time, this is the one time I'm like, yo, bro, what are you talking about? Because white dudes been winning championships forever. So, um, what'd you say? Bar 
did us all a favor, though. He did us a favor? Yeah. That he's not done he before? He got this line where he says, when you cut the grass, the snake's a show. Gotta thank the little homie Nas for that, though. LeVar cut the grass, boy. Yeah. And let me tell you who popped up when he cut the grass. All the racists. <laughs> and if you want to know if you're racist or if your friend's racist, when this LeVar news came out, your friend who doesn't know they're racist but they're racist probably says something like, man, if a white dude said that about black people, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Because I mean, they don't say anything. The people who said that are the people who, when there's actual racism or against, you know, like actual minorities, they don't say anything. But whenever there's an opportunity to yell out about reverse racism, here they come. They're ready come. to go. <laughs> They're ready to go. That's the safe way. That's the safe way to attack. That's the safe way to attack non-white people. Also, wanted to say, um, for the people who are bringing that up, I'd love to trade with you. And when I say trade with you, I would love for profiling to cause me to simply be picked last in pickup games. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, okay, wait. Before we before we break that, do you have do you have uh, thoughts on the comments themselves? Uh, hey, listen, this is where I'm at with you, it. You don't care. You don't care about the actual basketball part of it. <laughs> Don't care. I would love to be picked last for pickup games because of racial profiling. Okay. Instead of, you know, getting shot by the police, getting arrested and pulled over, getting more time for the same crime. You feel me? Those types of things. Instead of like being followed in stores, I'd much rather be picked last on the basketball court or have people tell me, nah, 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 you ain't no running back. Okay, you also say pick pick last is a little extreme because you know white boys got the J, so you know, you know people like J J J Reddick out here. You know you know he ain't getting picked last. You feel me? Oh, oh, see, you're you're incorrect. <laughs> what do you when mean? I say pick last, I'm talking about profiling. See, you know Reddick can shoot, but if you go to the court, this is what they this is basically what the complaint is about what Levar is saying, right? What Levar is doing with that racial profiling is basically telling you like, hey, we all go to the court, and there's a white dude he getting picked last. Unless he's super tall, and we ain't play with, and you know what I'm saying, he's getting picked last. If we don't know each other, <laughs> if we nobody, all know each other, you and said, we know how he you said if it's just one, if it's just one white dude, if it's any white dudes, if you're on a court and there's a black dude and there's a white dude and they look the same size, the same build, mm -hmm. because of racial profiling, most people are gonna pick the black dude, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so that is so when people are saying reverse racism here and they're saying what if this was a black guy what they're really telling me is they're telling me about their plight and this is their plight their plight is they go to the basketball court and they're picked last because of racial profiling which they're trying to equate somehow with you know being killed or being stopped and frisked because of racial profiling well you know and i don't and and they think that they're pointing it out and that it's like a, uh, uh, I guess a witty thing to do, like yeah, y'all complain about racism. What about this? And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You just telling me you don't care about real racism, like you, you calling yourself all the way out. All right, y'all. We just want to take a quick break from the show, just basically to say thank you. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. So, if you do like it, we just ask you a couple things from you. Um, go on to iTunes, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate all the subscribes. Um, and basically go on to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, reviews are huge for us, so we really appreciate it if you guys gave us one. And the last thing that we want everybody to do is if you enjoy it, you probably have friends that will too, so please tell a friend. All right, let's get back to the show. Right, man, let's talk about uh, this Pepsi commercial. You seen it? I did. So this is, all right, so if you haven't seen the commercial, it's, it's long as fuck, by the way. It's not gonna be, you're not gonna see it on the TV anytime. Um, but um, there's a march in some random street, and then uh, the march is indescript. It's indescript, right? It's just a march. People see these people marching the streets. They go out of the streets. Kendall Jenner's on a photo shoot. She sees the march. She goes out to the march, and then at the very end, like there's police because there's a march. Obviously, there's police there. Kendall Jenner hands a Pepsi can to the police officer, and he enjoys the Pepsi can. That's that's the that's the entire 
commercial. Basically, it's long as hell, but that's what it, that's what it is. And Pepsi put out a statement just talking about how the um, the purpose of the ad was to um, highlight unity, right, amongst people. Like that was the whole point. It's about unity, um, and. Uh, black people and some un- some understandably so and some not so understandably so are kind of outraged at this commercial um, saying that it trivialized the black black the black lives matter movement and and such things like that now I will say that um, there weren't any black people in the commercial I'm I was I, I watched it twice and I was trying to find like specifically like black American people and I think we were completely left out and that's kind of an issue but, and I'm sure you know, I, I'm trying to figure out why black people are so upset at this commercial. Like, the commercial itself, like, on its face, on its face, the commercial itself is, like, just a regular-ass commercial. It's, it's, it's honestly a completely pointless ad. Like, it makes no sense at all. It's not, it's not realistic in any way, shape, or form. But I'm like, yo, why are people so mad at this? The commercial makes it seem like if we all just drank Pepsi then, you know, we wouldn't have any more racism. We wouldn't have any issues at all, right? Or we would all be united as a people, which is, that's what I'm saying, so, the premise of the whole ad is is dumb. Pepsi ain't bringing nobody together. And so it trivializes the movement. And okay. that's why people were upset about it. Also, they okay. were upset about it. Let me finish. All right, let's finish. Also upset about it because of all people to pick to do a commercial where you trivialize tri- trivialize movements led by black people, you use a Kardashian whom a lot of people see as the epitome of culture vultures. So it's like... Although they did choose probably the least of them all. like They, they, they probably chose the, the best Kardashian, right? The one that's really not trying to be in the spotlight, the one that's really trying to not be like all her sisters. I, I don't know that to be true. I also don't think that that matters to anybody. But okay. I honestly don't think that it matters. So, I don't think it matters who they pick. Like, why does it matter who they would have picked besides maybe a black person, right? Well, first of all, you the one who asked why people were upset. So I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm saying, but I want to debunk this. Like, okay, so look, all right. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. Let me finish. Why people? You keep trying to argue. I didn't know you was done. I didn't know. I didn't know you wasn't done. The other reason why people were upset is because they stole this commercial from something that actually happened after the um, Alton Sterling um, murder Um, in Baton Rouge. They were protesting. There was a black woman, um, Aisha Evans who walked up to the police very calm was protesting and there was not a Pepsi or a moment of coming together. It looked exactly like Kendall does in that commercial, but they arrested her. Okay. And so they took a very real thing and trivialized it. So, and and when they trivialized a very real protest, like I said, they put the only person probably worse to put in that commercial may have been like uh, Iggy Azalea. <laughs> <laughs> that was the absolute wrong person to, or or if not Iggy Azalea, then if they would have just given that role to Rachel Dolezal. I honestly don't understand. I, I I don't understand the the whole wrong person argument. I, I really I really don't understand. I I do not get it. And you can explain me to me. You blue in the face. I don't understand the wrong person. I want to take the ad as a whole. Right? I want to take the ad as a whole. I want to know when black people decided that marching and protesting was exclusive to us. Why is that scene exclusive to us? Why is it so offensive? to black people, just just to black people. Why it would that not... It was taken from an actual... Oh, do you think that was the first time somebody protest. confronted the police at a protest? Because it wasn't. I guarantee you. No, like, no, 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 I no. guarantee you, you. Listen, 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 listen. You need not speak about this until you actually research it and you see the actual protest. It literally came from this protest. 
They they took what happened. There's a is like an is an iconic picture. They literally took the commercial from this protest. They literally replaced this black woman who got arrested and had to go to jail with Kendall Jenner. Okay. This actually happened. This is not a I'm aware of the picture. Did. I'm aware of the picture. I'm aware of that. But this is actually this is like, what it like I from. said, but like I said early earlier in the podcast, this is not an experience. This is not an experience that is exclusive to black people. It's just not. Like this is something. Stop, 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 stop. The argument you're making is the Super Bowl is not only something the Patriots win. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the Super Bowl the Patriots won. Like what you're but saying. But I'm talking about the ad. I'm talking about the ad. Right, right, right. Black but people your, took this, saw this place, ad, and got listen, upset. Listen, and like it was theirs. Listen, like it was down. theirs to, to be trivialized. Like this would be trivializing place, of anybody. It is not just black down, people. But the place where you sound like you don't know what you're talking about is that they did not make an ad that would have a um for a generic protest. They made an ad that looks just like that. Actually, they made an they, ad that had a very generic protest. Like, if you if you watch the whole, like if you watch the entire ad, it is a very generic protest, extremely generic. They went. They purposely made it look like this. Like, like if they didn't want anybody to like think every it was other bad. protest in the world. Like this is what protests look like. I just. I, this is like for to me. This comes out of, of a case does, of whoa, 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 people wanting to every, be upset. Wait, wait, wait. Every it's, protest does not have an entire group of protesters on one side and one woman who walks over to the police on her own. That's not every protest. No, I'm talking about just the protest. I'm talking about the protest itself. All the right, elements of the protest. Stop! Stop! You you came in here ready to talk about generic protests and everybody protests. That's what you came in here ready to talk about. I'm going to need you to let it sink in that that's not what happened. Okay. They did this to model that specific protest. Okay. That specific protest is not that. the only time when somebody confronted that, but, a police but, officer but to protest. We're going, but, but we can't we can't divorce that specific protest because the people who made the commercial didn't divorce it. They could have. Why not? Why can't we? we? Why can't we? Why can't we? Why can't we take a, Why can't we look at this ad and say that ad is stupid and let it be that and not say oh, you're trivializing because the Black Lives Matter movement. Guess what? Guess what? It's not Pepsi's responsibility to uphold the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not, it's not the responsibility. They wanted Nobody, to they, they whoa, wanted to create whoa, whoa. an ad. You're they wanted deep, to create whoa, whoa, an ad wait, wait. about unity. Well, it was a stupid ad. It. Can we just say it was a stupid ad? Can we just do that? You being loud is just making you more wrong, and I'm, everybody's gonna have to turn their volume down a little bit. To I'm not realize being loud. Problem. I'm not being loud. But listen, listen, listen. I can't. I can't wear a Tom Brady jersey and then be out here like, I mean, why y'all think I'm representing Tom Brady? That doesn't that. That doesn't hold up. Like, it doesn't not hold made, up. It doesn't hold up. Way, because there's there not way, like we're there all, we're all, there we're all looking straight there to one protest. Way, there was a way for them to actually do a commercial that simply had a generic protest. They did not do that. Instead of doing a commercial that was of a generic protest, they did a commercial of this protest. Okay, so tell me how. Then, so, so wait, wait, so when they did a commercial that was of this protest, that was for Alton Sterling, that was in ba Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you cannot then divorce it from that specific protest. Yeah, yes, I can. Yes, actually, I can. Actually, I yes, I can. Where I had a Pepsi and I was standing above the Washington Monument and I kept saying, I have a dream and I was showing Pepsi. I couldn't then tell people, well, don't think about Martin Luther King and the March on Washington. Like, don't don't think about that. When Not you if watch you're specifically first. saying, I have a dream. Even though I'm being, even though I'm showing you that this is what it's coming from. How else don't. is Pepsi supposed to get out the idea that Pepsi is the reason for unity? They have to incorporate themselves in in the ad itself. But why? But but you yourself said that it, you yourself said this. Now I I don't. I think either way it'd probably been an issue. But you yourself said 
you kept saying generic. Use generic. They didn't do that. Yep. And I think what I think is happening is I think they I did don't think very. You knew. Okay. I don't think I don't think you knew. I don't think you knew before right now when we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't think you knew that that ad came from this picture. I don't think you knew about this picture did or I, about that. Did protest. I know that the people in the Pepsi boardroom made the decision to go from this specific protest? I don't think you knew protest? that. And no, so I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that. But do, do you? So, do so you know saying, that somebody took somebody look at that protest and said, "Let's make that ad, and let's put so no saying, black people in it, and let's just I put Pepsi think, in it." Like I, I, I feel like Pepsi isn't that stupid. I, I feel like they're not that stupid. They are. Okay. And they made the commercial. They That's made a commercial the because they, they made a commercial because they want to say Pepsi inspires unity, right? And that's that, and it's that premise in itself totally is stupid, totally right? Different. That's a totally different thing. How's a different thing? But We're talking. This you is just literally what, you, what, what they just did. I can was, literally look at this wait, ad. Let me finish, I can look let at this finish. ad. You keep cutting me off. Let okay. me finish. All right. Stop cutting me off. What just happened to you was this. You came into this discussion. Oh, you can't tell me what just happened to me. Are you going to let me finish or not? Yeah. You came into this discussion with a certain amount of information. It was incomplete. When given more information, you could have just been like, damn. Looks like I didn't know everything. Instead, you're doubling down on this being generic, even after being told it's not, it's modeled after something. How do you know that it's modeled after that? Did somebody in Pepsi say that? Did somebody at Pepsi say that? That's my question. Did somebody at Pepsi say that? Read what? Read. Read what? I want somebody who created the ad to say, yeah, we saw that protest and we modeled after that protest. Do you have that statement? Do you have that statement? Read, man. Just read. Google. Read, read, read. what? Tell me what to read. Tell me what to read. Tell me exactly where to go that proves that somebody took this protest. Somebody, I need a statement that proves that. Like, I need that. Um, Wired, The New York Times, The Guardian, Los Angeles Times, Vibe. All of them have articles that say exactly this. Go look okay. it up. Do they have like, a statement please. from the person who created there. the ad? It's Do they there. have a statement who, from somebody who created the ad? What oh. I'm saying is the ad is stupid. The oh, ad like, is you dumb. Don't, stop being willfully but stupid because you I'm came not, in. I'm not being willfully stupid. Like, That's like, not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. I agree that the ad is dumb. I totally agree that. I agree, agree with that. But do I think, do I look at that ad and say, this ad trivializes the Black Lives Matter movement? No, I don't see it in that. I don't see it in that light. I just, I just don't. Cool? I just don't. Wait, 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 wait. You're trying to, you're trying to ignore the, the, the ignorance here. What you, if you would like to say that you don't feel like it trivializes the the movement, we can debate on that. That can be your opinion. The part where you're gonna sound like you're willfully being stupid here is if you can't admit now that you've been shown the picture and that there's 50 articles that I just named that you can look at about it that that ad does appear just like that Baton Rouge, uh, Baton Rouge Louisiana protest. I already said Same. that I was familiar with the image of the, of the no, protest. No, no, no. But, but you, can't say, you can't say what you can't say is you can't say that I'm familiar with the image and then continue to act like somehow the commercial showed a generic protest. It didn't. It showed okay. this. Like, like, like this the same way that every single person, whether or not they know it, Every college football player that does the Heisman pose when they score a touchdown, that's Desmond Howard. I don't care if they know it's Desmond. I don't care if they don't know it's Desmond. You copied Desmond. Okay. That's who you're copying. That's who did that first. Right so when you do a commercial Correct. and it looks like this, that's what it is. So okay. stop acting like that's not what it is. But guess what? You can what? make your point. Wait, wait. You can make your point without also, without also acting like you don't know what that picture looks like, that you don't know what that protest is, that you're not aware of where that commercial came from. Cool. We know where you that just, commercial came from. You just brought up the Desmond Howard thing, right? And because we he was the first guy to do that, he's the iconic guy who did that, right? Uh, the Baton Rouge uh, protest is not the first time somebody at a protest approached a police officer and then was arrested for it at a protest. Not the first time. This it's is the not something that, that we didn't invent it. We didn't invent this. Yeah. 
We didn't invent this. You feel the me? The only one that. What are you talking about? We. It's the only one that has the iconic picture. It's the and only it one. The okay. Exact... Cool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Thank cool. You. I'm gonna do my Googles, and then I'm gonna come back on the next episode, and I'll show you plenty of pictures that... of people. You can show us a picture on a podcast. But anyway, anyway stay. I gotta stay, Joe. I gotta. <laughs> what did you say? Stay ignorant. Hey, ignorance is bliss. Um, but I gotta get. By, hey, I told you last episode that you were gonna get it over that Maxine Water stuff. I told you. Oh, that was. Uh, I told you, listeners, we're gonna that. give it to you. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about Maxine Water. And, and I can't wait till they tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> they're not gonna like it. I, I they're definitely not and gonna like it. And I, and I don't. And I don't. That doesn't. That doesn't. Like I said last time, I didn't come. I don't express my opinions for people to like them. That's that's not what I express my opinions for at all. That's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm here for. But yo, I, I do. Oh, no, I do. Right, you're go. right. You're right. The way that this thing works is I'm the Globetrotters and you're the Washington Generals. That's all the way right. that this debate thing works with us. Yo, can you give me some positive black news, please? Yes. My positive black news is I, I want to give a, a, a clap to black women. Because um, when Michelle Beadle replaced uh, Sage Steele, you all applauded the move. And I don't know too many times in history where a white woman takes a black woman's job and black women are out here like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, so I just want to applaud y'all for that. Like, Shout out to y'all. Well, they recognize that, you know, Sage still need to get out the paint. So um, my positive black news um, goes out to uh, the U.S. Mint. Uh, we're getting more <laughs> black people on money, uh, which is amazing. Uh, Frederick Douglass uh, will now have his, um, uh, what is the word, his image uh, on, uh, a quarter, on the quarter now, uh, starting uh, in, oh, now, actually now. You should actually see that pretty soon. It's officially in circulation, um, and you will certainly you will certainly see uh, that sometime soon. All right, man. No more, no more GW. No, I don't think. No, I don't think they're taking uh, GW off. It's like the um, you know, they did like the state quarter and stuff like that. Like they do like certain images on there, and we're yeah, getting to, we're getting uh, him now. It's gonna be a long road to get GW off. GW off, off money. I just want to it's, throw gonna, off it's gonna be a long road, bro. I want to <laughs> Yo, tell me where they can find you, man. Find me um, not uh, being for Pepsi's stupid commercial on Twitter at uh, VGII. Find me not being for Pepsi's stupid commercial on Instagram at VG Thrasher. Uh, side note for not being for Pepsi. Um, just so y'all know, like, it's going to be real difficult to, um, to, like, boycott them. I'm going to just give you a list of their brands. Dole, Aquafina, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, Starbucks, and Tropical. Oh, can I make this clear? What? Well, before you finish, first of all, we got to stop this thing online. Y'all got to stop talking about boycotting stuff that y'all don't use. <laughs> what you mean? Like, I'm tired of people saying, so friends is like. People use Pepsi products. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. <laughs> there are people who don't drink Pepsi anyway. They're like, oh, I'm not drinking Pepsi. Like, bro, you drink Coke. Like, just stop, just shut up. Yeah. You don't drink Pepsi anyway. You drink Coke, okay? Yeah. So, chill out. Secondly, I'm not boycotting no Pepsi over that. <laughs> like, if I think that it was a stupid commercial to make, yeah. But it wasn't to the to yeah. a boycott level. You ain't giving up Gatorade. <laughs> Matter of fact, this might be a whole nother podcast issue, but maybe this debate, maybe it's not. Like, we need to get forgiveness back in this thing, man. In the social sphere, like, every little thing somebody does, we trying to get everybody out the paint. Yeah, but like, it eventually it, fades. It, like, anything. like Uber is still popping. Like, remember we talked about how people were boycotting Uber? Like, it's, they they, they, they write back. So it's like... Uh, no, 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 no. They lost a lot of business. And every time I go out, people still like, I'm about to get this Uber. And no, they, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not... So... There's a difference between let's let's be nuanced and intelligent here. Okay. There's a difference between you're bankrupt and you're out of business and you're making less money. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yes. That was it. That was so. It. Okay. <laughs> so. Yes. There's no, a difference. The, I agree. The, no. The 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 computer froze. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So the computer froze. So let me just say that again. There's a difference between uh, not. There's a difference between losing your business, going out of business, going bankrupt, and just making less money, right? Yeah. So Uber lost, I believe the number was 200,000 subscribers. 
that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a it lot. It did. So did. But do they have numbers on how many they've gained since then, though? No, but they're definitely they were definitely hurt. Anyway, just in general, we're just so easy to. It's like everybody in social media sphere has become a one issue voter, except the one issue is whatever made them mad that day. Yeah, whatever and that so, day was. And, and then so, something, oh, this and then something in three days will make them mad again, and they'll forget right. about the thing they were mad about before. It's like this person or this company did this or said this. I'm done with them forever, and it's like, I know you're not. <laughs> it's hard to be so done for some forever. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Uncle Joe Knows uh, on Twitter and Instagram. The show is Unreasonable DBT. Join us on our Facebook group, Unreasonable Doubt. All right, man. Peace.